Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day low actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus do you know what i use to record these podcasts it's anchor by spotify it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place let me explain anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. So there you go. All's well that ends well at Lucas Oil Stadium today as the Colts beat the Jaguars 23-17. A late fumble forced by DeForest Buckner, scooped up by Dio Odangbo. Quitty pay, a sack, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's talk uh, about not just what happened at the end, but throughout the game. Look, the Colts had a 17-0 lead in this game. They recovered a blocked punt, scored it, got another touchdown, got a field goal, looked like they were going to run away, and all of a sudden you had life for the Jaguars because Matt Eberflus, and I'm wearing my Matt Eberflus hoodie, Matt Eberflus, on third and ten, late in the first quarter, goes shell. What happens? The Jaguars, they throw it over the middle, game 12, right? Which anybody does, although the Jaguars didn't do that very well late in the game. But they throw a little hook, bam, first down. Next play, they take it to the house. That drives me crazy. What else drove fans crazy was Frank Reich late in the game. Under eight left in the game. They're up three. Uh, What do you do? You throw a little, you dump a little short one to Jonathan Taylor. You run Taylor. And then you hit Zach Paschal behind the line of scrimmage thinking, what what is he going to do for 10? He's going to go run for 10 yards? Not the way the Jaguars defense was playing, but it's a win. We don't argue with winning. All right, we don't argue with a win. This did not go to overtime. The the Colts did not wind up losing this game, so let's talk about the good. Uh, Jonathan Taylor remains undefeated when he runs for 80 or more yards, not just 100 like Andrew Catalan and James Lofton told us during the game. When he eclipses 80, the Colts, they win. Had a gash play turned back because of a holding call that was nonsensical on Reed. That's that's life in the NFL. I didn't think the official the officials were great today. I didn't think they were as bad as they were that Thursday night game against the Jets, though. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. 
How big a stud is this cat on third down? This, the CBS crew told us, and I didn't know. The NFL's leading receiver, at least I trust them that they knew. The NFL's leading receiver on third down. That's a good thing. Good for the Indianapolis Colts. Good for Michael Pittman Jr., that Zaire Franklin punt block, and the EJ Speed scoop and score. Huge for the Indianapolis Colts. Quiddy Pay, his first NFL sack. I thought he played really well. We kept having guys leave the game today and then return. Quiddy Pay left, came back. Darius Leonard left, came back. Quentin Nelson left, came back. It happened again and again and again. But at least they came back. That's a good thing. Rocky has seen not great coverage all game, but the Jaguars receivers didn't make him pay. Now, Rocky Seen celebrated some of his bad coverage because of the results that followed, but I'm okay with that. You know what? If you're Rocky Seen, you take them when you can get them. Uh, some of the bad, again, uh, most of the game, you know what? Eberflus was okay. I, I thought that that blitz late, 39, 7.39 left, Eberflus turned him loose, the Colts, they got pressure, and it worked out. And, and that's what you've got to do against a rookie quarterback. You've got to show him a bunch of different stuff. You've got to bring blitzes from all over the place. You've got to shake him up. And that's what the Colts did a little bit today against uh, Lawrence. And good that they did, because otherwise they'd have got beat today. And what did I tell you all week long? I told you that what the Colts needed to do was get to 24. They got to 23, right? The Jaguars have not scored more than 23 points now in 18 consecutive games. So go ahead, get those points. The Reich did the right thing, didn't go, uh, didn't turn away points in order to go for it, had a fourth and three, I think, and they kicked the field goal. That was a good decision. Well, the offense was a complete mess when they decided, hey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take Jonathan Taylor away. And you say, Carson Wentz, can you beat us throwing the ball deep? And he couldn't. And so that's the way it worked. You got a $25 million quarterback, and this is part of the problem. And in one of the reasons that Colts fans jeered, not cheered, but jeered, booed in the fourth quarter. You got that guy back there. That guy is supposed to have what's necessary up here and in his right arm to be able to go get a first down, third and 10, without just dumping it short to Zach Paschal and hoping he can run for it. You got to be able to put it on the money. And Carson Wentz, for the love of God, thank goodness, none of those crazy shovel passes or left-handed passes went to the Jaguars. If the Colts hadn't been clean today from a turnover perspective, ugh, this game likely goes to the Jaguars. It didn't. So the Colts are back in the playoff hunt. They're 5-5, five and five, but don't get all happy yet. We talk, we've talked about this for weeks, right? That 3-5 and five with games against the Jets and a game against the, uh, uh, against the Jaguars, you're in all likelihood going to be 5-5. Five and five. And if you weren't 5-5, five and five, if you can't beat the Jets and you can't beat the Jaguars in consecutive weeks, 10 days between games, you know what? You don't belong in the playoff hunt anyway, right? So let's not even talk about playoffs if you can't win those two games. But what the Colts do, they won those two games. Now what they've done is they've earned an opportunity to go to Buffalo and play a meaningful game. 
and you hope that they're able to do it. You, you hope that they're able to go up there and win this game because of the three tough games they've got left, really tough. Every game, I know this, every game in the NFL is tough. All right. However, you've got Buffalo. Then you come right back here to play against Tampa Bay. And then later on Christmas Day, you've got a game against the Arizona Cardinals. Those three are really tough. Those are against top five teams in the NFL. Of those three, you got to win one. And let's hope it's against the Buffalo Bills next week in Buffalo because if you win that game, that's a conference game and would be a conference win. And it is really likely at this point that if the Colts can get to 10-7, and seven, uh, a, lot of, a lot of farming needs to be done before that haze in the barn, by the way. It's going to come down to the conference record tiebreaker in all likelihood to see who's going to be a, a wild card and who's not going to be a wild card. That's where, that's where the kind of the rubber meets the road. And so you've got to win the conference games. So if you can beat Buffalo, if you can beat Vegas, if you can beat New England, the Jaguars again, right? Houston again. If you can do that, you got a chance. As long as the Buffalo game, is, because that makes you 9-3 and three against your conference opponents. And in all likelihood, if a bunch of teams are tied at 10-7, and seven, you got a really good chance of being the, the surviving member of that group or one of the surviving members of that group. You got to win everything. You, you lose two more from five and five. You can go 10 and seven and get to the playoffs, but that means that you've got to beat either the Bills, the Cardinals, or the Bucks. That's the way it goes. What a day. What a beautiful game. It's funny how, how your mood changes. As, as the game moves on, I swear to God, eight minutes left, I was like, I'm, i got to go get a milkshake. i got to go outside. It's cold out. I'm going to stand in the cold. And, and I'm going to lament all of what could have been because the Colts gave this thing away. And then all of a sudden, you think, hey, we got the ball back. We're running the clock. It's going good. And then you got to give the... Uh, you kick the field goal, which means that the Jaguars, they've got to be aggressive, and they're going to try to score seven. Got to score seven, right? And, and so, it, it, but then they do. They're moving the ball pretty good, and they're, they're managing their timeouts reasonably well. They got the ball within striking distance with a minute left or just under a minute, and you think, holy hell, here we go again. I'm off to Sundays for a milkshake. And what happens? You got DeForest Buckner poking it loose. You got Daya Odangbo landing on it, you know, corralling it. Colts, they get the win. Get Julia Milkshake, too. I did that yesterday. Got her a delicious chocolate sundae. Nice. And I uh, got myself a milkshake yesterday. I rarely drink milkshakes on back-to-back -back days. I got a milkshake because the Hoosiers were horrible <laughs> yesterday. Horrible. Indiana is awful. And before people start yelling about how Nick Sheridan ought to be fired as the offensive coordinator, which people are, Don Coriel couldn't have gotten the Indiana offense yesterday to move the football. You had no running game. You had, you had walk-ons at running back. Yet nothing against walk-ons. I love walk-ons. You had a third-string quarterback who got hurt. The second-string guy comes in, throws interceptions. And then you've got the walk-on from Noblesville who comes in at quarterback. What 
are you going to do? What is Nick Sheridan going to dial up that's going to allow Indiana to score offensive points? It's inconceivable. So anyway, Colts, they get the win. Hoosiers, they got the loss. Indiana basketball is back, baby. You know, for a couple of years, it was sort of a football school for a minute. And I, I kept having to check my driver's license to see where I lived. This year, it's all back the way it's supposed to be. Indiana football sucks. Indiana basketball is 2-0, and they got the game Wednesday night against St. John's. Let's go. All right, and uh, how about the Pacers last night? Not to go kind of deviate from the theme of the show, but the Pacers last night against the 76ers were fun. How about T.J. McConnell going bucket crazy toward the end of the game and putting it away for the Pacers against the 76ers? Very, very nice stuff. I did not go to Bloomington Saturday. Julie got her... uh, Got her booster and is just a little bit under the weather, but she's all right. She's popping Advil and Tylenol like uh, like her liver can process just any damn thing that it wants to. And she she's gone all candy. She's eating them like candy corn on Halloween no. is what she's doing. Eh, pretty much. No. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Breakfast with Kent. Cannot wait to talk to you then. We'll talk about everything. Colts back to even money at five and five, and that was the goal when they were one and four, right? Everybody says, hang in there, Julie. Thank you. She'll do it. Uh, yes, yeah, Strongo, the MIT guys are saying, I'm, I'm so happy that Frank Reich didn't have an opportunity to listen to those guys, those big-brained morons who know how to work a slide rule but don't know what, you, what football is, for God's sake. Oh, it's a 58% go, coach. Wait, 58.3. Hey, what are we doing? Anyway, we'll, do, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Breakfast with Kent, bright and early as always. It's what we do. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.